You have reached the Geek Elite. Good luck. Welcome everyone to the first episode of the Fantastical Football Podcast, where we're going to be playing fantasy football with the rest of the geek elite. Uh, so, I'm Mitch. I uh, I am the team manager for the Westchester uh, Mutants, uh, nicknamed the X Men. We also have Candice. Hello, I'm the whiskey and teacup. We have Mike, the commissioner. Hello, yeah, I'm the commissioner, and I also manage the Rebel Alliance of American Football. <laughs> John, this is John. I am the Tigris Eggplant. Uh, and then on the phone, we have Eric. Yeah, hello, and I, uh, I manage team office linebackers. And if you uh, happen to tune into our live draft last week, we would have got to see all of our players. Uh, three of them could not make it to the recording tonight. We have uh, Garrett of the IP a lot, IPA a lot, a- yep. IPA lot. There yep. we go. There we go. Uh <laughs> Richard of the Rikone of the Loda, and Andy of the Yuma Town Sea Boys. You can say like Sea Boys. Yuma Sea Boys. There we go. Yeah. I, I just did not get street enough for it. Yeah. It's okay. <laughs> um, gotcha, but man. this is after week one, going into week two. How is everybody feeling about their teams? I'm feeling really good about my team. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Okay. I'll I mean, be honest, not very good. <laughs> Tiger said kind of does not feel very good about his team. Uh, I guess it should be known that there were side bets that happened yes. this past first oh, week. Absolutely. Uh, side bets that were on, uh, you can see them on our uh, Facebook if you want, if you go to Geekly Media on Facebook. But John had to play Mike in the week one, and the... The fact that John lost, he had to he has to speak this whole podcast in a Russian accent. Uh, in reality, is I did my real accent now. <laughs> As, so it's not so much Russian as it is Balki Bartakomus. Candice also had a going side bet with Andy on their their yes. matchup. What was, what was it that you would have to have done if you lost? So if I lost, he just got a free haircut because oh. I do hair. Okay. And uh, so he lost and he is a Cowboys fan. He is a big Cowboys Huge fan. Huge Cowboy fan. So I told him if I won, I got to put a red stripe in his hair for the Cardinals. For the Cardinals because you're a huge Cardinals fan. Yes, yeah, super huge Cardinal, Cardinal fan. So there you there that Andy, will we will have pictures of that up on our Facebook, on our social media of Andy's red stripe now that he lost week one to yes. Candace. Yes, and that's happening tomorrow. He's going to come in at 5.30 when he gets off of work. So I'm going to work late to get this red stripe in his hair. So, uh, I mean, it sounds like either way, you still had to do work. Yeah, yeah, I know. I was thinking about that. Either way, I still have to do work. Yes, this is very true. But uh, it's always fun to color somebody's hair during football season when it's not their team colors. So it will be worth it. And Mike, if you were to have lost, was there uh, something oh, yes. that you would have to have yeah, done? Yeah, if 
<clears throat> if I lost to John, I would have had to have worn women's underwear to work. And I work for 12-hour shifts, so that would have been very awkward for me. Um, would it would have have, I think it would have been John's choice. <laughs> oh, yeah. that's the awkward part. That's yes. the awkward part. So I'm like, <laughs> like the lacy stuff. What? Like, I was I was gonna be down for granny panties for sure. Like, it would have been crutchless. He'll <laughs> <laughs> take one from his personal pair for yes. it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Eric, were you upset that uh, you and I did not have a side bet going for our week one? I mean, I know I'm not now because I lost. <laughs> <but>. <laughs> you know, I'm. I actually didn't realize there was a side bet thing going on until the hair one came up. Ah, I didn't know nice. about the Russian speaking one either. So. <laughs> yeah, I believe Mike put it up on our Facebook of what John, what kind of accent John would have had to have done. So he put it to the geek elite following of yeah. they get to pick between Russian and German, and mm-hmm. and we Ooh. got we got Balky instead. <laughs> Stop. Stop. Perfect. That's kind of. I, I feel like it's unfortunately kind of tough for us to do any fun bets like that because you know we're so far away. So we'll have to think of more unique ones. We'll definitely have to think of some more unique ones. <laughs> yeah. uh, all right, Commissioner. I know you wanted to go over some news from Week One. Absolutely. Of and just the we, NFL. Just the NFL. That's right. And I think the pr- more pressing story is the uh, the allegations. Um, of Antonio Brown and the uh, the rape accusations out there, or I don't oh, think yeah. it was rape. I think it was sexual assault, actually. Um, so his former trainer came out and uh, accused him of um, <clears throat> just uh, like sexually assaulting her three separate instances between 2017 and 2018. And uh, I guess he's countersuing now, trying to say that. You know, this is all like consensual, you know, two adults just consenting to this. But it has huge implications, especially if you have him on your lineup like I do. Like I've been following him ever since (laughs) (laughs) ever since the draft thinking, oh, yeah, no. So where, where did where did you pick him up in your draft? I think I picked him third overall. Your third overall in your draft? Uh, so yes, uh, that was the other part of the the news with Antonio Brown this past weekend is that he has been well. First he was suspended by the the Raiders, and then he was dropped by the Raiders, and then he was picked up by the Pats. Which uh, Eric, you're a big you're a Patriots fan, so yep, super. You had you had some words about the idea of Antonio Brown going to the Patriots. I didn't like it. I didn't want him to to do it, and I I knew in the in my heart that they were going to do it because they always pick up the problem people but <laughs> they always pick up people who are dropped yeah as long as they're they good like, oh yeah that's like please don't do it please don't do it and then like you know i get this text from a friend hey dude did you see that's crap you know <laughs> but um yeah i mean it, at this point i saw that it recently bill belichick said that they were just gonna keep making him train and they don't have any plans to take him out so your lineup is still good for right now that's what I that's what I was thinking too is that there if if anything the NFL is going to move really slowly on this I'll have him in my lineup at least you know two to three weeks and then we'll see what happens but um, it's just something interesting for anyone that has him on their lineup just to to follow and keep a close eye on because I don't know <laughs> they're going to yeah. investigate and it, they can they can probably drop the hammer down. Was there any other 
news that you wanted to get to? Um, that was it. Other than a few injuries uh, in the NFL, like Hunter Henry, he's going to be out. Um, yeah, that that screwed me over with my kicker. I mean, <laughs> yeah, my if I would have had the my backup kicker in, I still wouldn't have beat you, Eric. But uh, <laughs> the fact that my kicker for what was it Kansas City? I think yeah, uh, he uh, yeah. was he was out. He was injured like right before the game started, so I didn't I didn't catch that and wasn't able to put in my other kicker. You um, have two kickers? Oh yeah, you have a backup kicker. No, don't, I don't. No, I don't. You don't have a backup kicker? No, because I was I sitting in between. I don't have a backup kicker either. Okay, because I was sitting in between Andy and Garrett, and so like they're who I was getting my information from, like on how many like. <laughs> yeah, I I always pick a backup kicker, but I I don't pick up a backup defense, so I just pick okay, whatever. Okay, so I defense. picked up a backup defense. Yeah. Then, so. Yeah, defense is to me is. Those are easily switchable. Yeah, easily yeah. switchable. You're gonna just you pick the team. You pick the team that's playing the worst team. That's how it works out. Anybody who's <laughs> playing Miami Dolphins. Yeah. Oh, I hate them. I hate the Miami Dolphins. Yeah. Guess who yes. picked up a team that's playing against the Miami Dolphins this coming up week? This Uh-oh. guy. <laughs> nice. Nice. So, uh, yeah, one year, <laughs> Candace is going to love this. One year when I was doing fantasy football, I would oh. just pick whatever team was playing the, the Cardinals, and oh. I won so great that oh, year. Oh, really? I sure did. Nice. That's a good strategy. It, right? <laughs> It's good it strategy. Really good strategy. <laughs> I feel like John's being all super quiet because he really can't talk in his accent. <laughs> I guess we really have to get him talking more to address more questions to John. What are your thoughts on uh, the record-breaking half from Baltimore and Miami, John? It is extraordinary. I really appreciate all the uh, effort that was put into it. I'm also going to go ahead and say that John didn't watch that game and he has like no say, clue like, what he, we're talking about. Know what he's like, talking yeah, about. he's just like. Right. That's definitely uh, going to be a thing with this good uh, fantasy football league. I would say is that most of us aren't going to actually be watching the games. <laughs> right. <laughs> I know I don't get to watch a lot of the games um, I, just because I don't take the time out. I'm usually doing something else. But right. Can, Candace watches the Cardinals games, but do you usually watch a lot of the other games? Um, so I usually miss the morning games. Okay. But I watch all the afternoon games. I watch the Cardinal games and I watch all Sunday night. And yeah, I watch all the games if I can, except for, like I said, the morning ones on Sunday. And uh, uh, as we are... As this is going out, because we're recording on Wednesday, but this will go out every Thursday night, uh, This thir- the Thursday night game should be going on at the moment. Who uh, Does anybody know who's playing Thursday night? Um, you have the Tampa Bay Buccaneers playing against... Oh. oh, the Carolina Panthers. The Panthers? Because I, I think I have a player playing uh, on Thursday yeah, I have the Buccaneer and the Panthers. Okay. Uh, so, anybody looking forward to that game? The only reason for me to look forward to that game, well, they're division rivals. They have a history of being very fierce against each other, and their games last year were pretty good. But it, it's odd because, you know, Tampa Bay is just – they're – they're a coin toss. They're either good or they're bad. You just have to kind of think. And then Carolina, while they, you know, they made it to the Super Bowl in recent years, mm-hmm. they're 
you know, they're on that downward <laughs> slump too now. So it's like, yeah, Cam uh, didn't do too great this this past week. No, he did not. But that's no, that's cool with me because uh, they kind of leaned on Christian McCaffrey more that game, and that's who I have on my lineup. John, cats versus pirates. How do you feel about that? <laughs> I, I rely more on the felines, but the pirates are. Showing very good team play. <laughs> team play. Good. Good to know. Uh, okay, so did we want to get to uh, the standings after week one for our league? Mike. Yeah. The commissioner. <laughs> um, so from low to high, we have... John. Oh, I'm sorry. Did we want to do the matchup results first? Is that what you wanted to do? Um, sure. From week one, let me just... Because we already talked about the wager results. We Sorry. did. So I went a little out of order. <laughs> that's okay. Uh, in her matchup against the Yuma Sea Boys, uh, Candace's team was destroyed. victorious. Destroyed. <laughs> Absolutely wrecked them. <laughs> what were the actual scores? Um, gosh, you're going to have to ask me these hard questions right off the bat. It, it, I didn't think that would be a hard question. <laughs> No, it's because I'm like you're doing something everywhere. Else. Yeah, okay. Just doing other research. While Do you you're... want me to? Yeah, go ahead, Eric. If you can pull it up. Yeah, I'll pull it up. Nice. Well, I have my matchup. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, that's the easy one. Um, okay, so we had uh, whiskey in a teacup, and it's you. You would one fifty four point nine to one oh seven. That was. That wasn't even a game. I know. So I said, like, I destroyed him, dude. Yeah. I was really, really happy with that. Very pleasantly surprised. It got to a point where we were playing against each other. It was like, oh, you got 154.9. Well, I have my Denver Bronco playing on Monday night. So <laughs> we'll see who really wins. Okay. So who was uh, your star player? Who scored you the most points that that uh this past weekend candace um so i I, a lot of them did really really good so uh, let me see who had the most hold on is that the current yeah you can just select that and go down to week one and sorry it's It's okay Um, I was tied between uh, Larry Fitzgerald, which is my my boy. <laughs> with, oh, yeah, uh, he killed it. Yeah, and then David Johnson. Uh, he got me twenty five point seven, and Larry got me twenty five point three. Uh, definitely, that would that'd be pretty killer. Wide receiver and running back uh, in a PPR points PPR per league. yeah points yeah. per re- reception league. Uh, wide receivers become a lot more important to your your fantasy league um because you get points per reception yeah. as opposed to just yards and touchdowns um uh what was the what was the next next uh uh matchup there eric yeah next matchup was uh you and i oh and i i came out with 139 and you came out with 126.9 <laughs> And uh, who was your lead scorer for that game? My bench. Your bench. <laughs> Same here. Uh, it was, let's see. So 
the who was playing in this case who got me the most was um, let's see here I think it was uh, DeAndre Hopkins he he absolutely destroyed got me thirty one point one points um, and then Josh Jacobs really tore it up in his uh, his game against Denver and uh, he was second best at twenty four point three but my biggest player of all was uh, Austin. Eckler on my bench for 39.4 points and that was really surprising and not suspected at all for me so Austin Eckler would have been uh was a LA charger what was it what were you think like what was your decision to keep him on the bench this this past week instead of play him so honestly I I thought Melvin Gordon had signed his contract and that he was going to play so I was not I wasn't paying attention to that at all uh, and, so it, just and it was supposed you. to be that Eckler and uh, some the other running back for the team were going to share so I didn't expect too much out of it but there you go there you go uh, let's see my lead score was uh, Evan Ingram tight end from the New York Giants he got me 28.6 yeah. wow. Patrick Mahomes uh, my quarterback for KC uh, got me 27.3 but on my bench, Mark Ingram, the second, <laughs> uh, running back for Baltimore, got me 22 points, which, yeah, that didn't make it into my score because he was on my bench. And, uh, I mean, honestly, I can't go with anything other than just sheer I didn't know what I was doing. So, <laughs> uh, did was there something that happened to – oh, Mahomes was – Starting off this week with a injury, he he couldn't. He has a sprained ankle. He was not able to practice. So it's everybody saying that he's going to be okay starting Sunday. But oh, I, I really hope he is because <laughs> a lot of my points rely on him. Uh, one thing that I was kind of disappointed in was uh, Saquon Barkley because that's my that was my number one pick since I was the first pick of the draft. Yeah, and that was everybody's supposedly number one pick, and he did not perform well this past week. Well, he performed well. He just didn't score any yeah. touchdowns. I think he got you like 107 yards from scrimmage. Uh, I mean, mm-hmm. guy balled out. He really did. Well, you know, <laughs> uh, ten yards only get me one point. So. <laughs> Absolutely. So you know, yeah. your running back does have to score. Your running back does have to be used for receptions, um, and. You know, when I looked at the Cowboys defense, I was like, man, you're going to let Saquon just run right over you guys. What's going on? And uh, I I noticed that they were just they were being a very flexible defense, but just keeping the Giants out of the end zone. So they did a really good job against that offense. A part of it's just luck, though. I mean, I had a really good guy on uh, the Steelers and. He played a good chunk of the game, but the quarterback just never threw him the ball. And so he didn't get me any points. But as far as like standings go, he was like higher ranked. And so he should have got me more points. But it's, sometimes it's just the luck of the draw. Well, I also think that it's like uh, it's a lot of the I mean, th- those the other the opposing team also sees the stats and sees the, the, the game play. So they know, hey, we need to make sure we get this guy covered or we need to make sure we block th- this running back, you know, focus mm-hmm. on blocking this running back. So, well, yeah. So though it's a it's a it's a detriment that it's great when everybody's like, oh, yeah, that guy's going to be great. But then also everybody's like, oh, well, that guy's going to be great. We need to stop him. Well, and the guy that I was talking about, though, um, they were using more him, using him more as defense. 
Ah, uh, okay. You know what I mean? Like, obviously, he does both. And so I noticed when they were, he was playing, they actually used him more as defense. And I was like, ah. Open up a pathway yeah, and stuff like that. Yeah. So that was a little. And I know sometimes they do that with Larry Fitzgerald, too, which it's always a gamble putting him in because, like, if they're not throwing him the ball that game and they're using him as defense, then I'm screwed. Fair. So. Yeah, fair. I don't think they're going to do that this year, though. They actually have a good quarterback to throw to Larry, so. There you go. Gonna be good. <laughs> we'll see. Uh, we didn't talk about this in the news, though, but wasn't there the big meme, viral meme of the Steelers center that didn't move? Yes. Oh, my God. That was <laughs> so funny. Oh, I love that. It was so funny. So he was the backup center uh, at that point in that drive. And I, you know, I, I can assume that he just thought they were switching to the hard count. Um, but, you know, the quarterback announces that in the huddle that you know we're we're on two we're on two or or just on the snap and <laughs> whatever reason everybody uh, including the patriots defense just went on the first hut <laughs> you know, that poor center was just like what happened guys you know um but it was an absolute beautiful beautiful moment um and the really cool quick, John, do you have anything that you want to add to this? I mean, um, I believe I need to add more kickers to my team. Oh, well, I don't know if we do because we're going to get to your score next. Uh, Eric, what was that matchup like? Oh, yeah. Um, let's bring that up here. Just a second. It was the Some frozen tigers. Get serenaded by my daughter. Yeah. Nice. Yes, she's great, too. It's. <laughs> Oh yeah, gotta love Elsa. That's her. <laughs> yeah. So we have the the Tigris eggplants it was uh, seventy two point one points. Oh. Seventy two point uh, one. Commissioner one fifty six point nine. I mean, Yow. do you feel bad at all, Mike? Just like beating him so <laughs> hardly, hard. You know, absolutely not. Okay. I have no regrets in that whatsoever because. <laughs> You know, it, it would have meant that I would have had worn crotchless panties, right? <laughs> oh, this is oh, true. Yeah. Well, yeah, we could assume it was going to be crotchless panties. No, I think that's one pretty much confirmed. Yeah. One of his own. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> Ouch. Uh, John, <laughs> everybody else broke three triple digits with their scores. You did not. <laughs> uh, do, you, do you sure you want more kickers? <laughs> it, it could only help. I guess that's the bright side. Yes, it could only help. Um, do you know who your top scorer was for last week? Not at the top of my head. Don't have my top scorer, phone to check. Oh, gosh. His top scorer was Adam Thielen out of uh, Minnesota Vikings. And that one, he scored lower than the projection, so he was a bust. Oh, yeah, he was projected to score 15.3 points for John, and he only scored 13.3. Um, this is the last time I listened however, to Lizzo for team recommendations. <laughs> yes, yeah, don't listen to Lizzo. <laughs> don't listen to Lizzo. You, your, your bench quarterback of uh, Kyler Murray scored 21.6 points, and uh, yeah, you probably should have played him. Noted. In his defense, Kyler Murray did struggle that first half. I want, I want to say all three quarters. Okay, I'm a Cardinals fan, and I hate to say this, but like the Cardinals, the last like two years, have this famous thing. It's like they wake up in the fourth quarter and realize that they're playing football all of a sudden. Ah. So, yeah, <clears throat> yeah. I mean, it was 
listen to that game. It was John or er, Eric. You're cutting out. We're losing you, Eric. Oh, sorry. <laughs> um, I was just saying that the even listening to that game was pretty brutal. The announcers were saying that it was they were playing like trash. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, and they and they kept talking about how short he is, and he obviously, I mean, they batted that ball down three times. And I'm like, come on, dude, like get with the program here. Like you're getting paid all this money, let's throw it up higher, okay? <laughs> there had to be some tall dudes in college. It's what we refer to he, as a Moscow massacre. A he Moscow started massacre. to look very comfortable in that pocket, though. Like in the fourth quarter, when he was hooking up with Larry, and uh, and he managed to take his team back and tie the game, and that's how it ended. You know, that was a pretty but that epic was even performance. Sad. In the, I mean, is it really though? It is. He, as, it a, is. as a fan, like that, that shows signs of hope that he's gonna he's gonna lean on this veteran receiver, and he's probably gonna learn a lot from him uh, in his rookie year. So I, I don't think he's gonna have a sophomore slump. I'm gonna predict that early on. I think he's gonna he's gonna grow from this and learn from one of the best in the league. So maybe I'm just a little harsh, but these people are literally getting paid millions of dollars to play football, and I just expect them to perform a little higher sometimes than what they do. I mean, they are getting paid millions of dollars to play a, play a game, yeah, but, but they was, also work yeah. really hard. Well, I know that, but that's my point. Like, like this is your big, one job. It's your right. one job. You know, yeah, it's like when but, the kicker misses right. the ball kicking. I'm like, dude, like the one thing you get paid to do. Well, I mean, the guy who's going there up was, against him is getting paid millions of dollars to make him miss that call. About goal. Kyler Murray, right. though, before before you know, going into the league, even before the draft is. Does this guy want to play football or does he want to play baseball? What's he want to do? And even during that game, he sent out a tweet. Or after that game, he sent out a tweet. It was like, yeah, no lies. You know, in that first quarter, I was thinking, man, F this. I just want to play baseball now. Like, that is kind of, you know, that is, that is actually kind of disheartening a little bit. That's that really might be a discouraging. Yeah. But, um, you know, the way he came back and the way he actually worked with Larry, I think, that is, um, you know, some signs for hope. I, I hope he grows from this and he learns a lot from that veteran receiver. And well, I mean, I do too. I'm obviously, as a Cardinals fan, like, <laughs> of course I do. I'm just saying that, like, I, I am yeah. a little harsh, I think, because I'm like, dude, like, you get paid to do one thing. And you know what, guys? I take it back. Actually, John's highest score was his first pick of the draft. And that was Greg Zerline, the kicker from the L.A. Rams. Got him 14 points. And that's why he and, wants more kickers. And you know what? You he was the only guy who actually beat the projection score. So <laughs> he was actually a boom. Anybody, the the only guy that was actually active. like the, His bench did score higher than the projection. His projected. bench did score really well. I actually, actually think your bench scored higher than the, your, your actual yeah. team. But that's and, and to me, I was looking at that. I was like, well, John didn't make any moves. I'm not going to tell him anything. You know? <laughs> Well, speaking of that, uh, Mike, who was your top scorer? My top scorer was Christian McCaffrey, and I had a feeling that he would do well, but I didn't. I didn't know he would just ball out like that. That was an amazing game for him. I mean, and you said you said it earlier. I mean, obviously, uh, we had the Carolina quarterback versus the Carolina running back, and yeah. Cam Newton on John's team did not do well at all. Yeah. Uh, whereas uh, the running back did. So I'm guessing there was a lot of handoffs in that game. He did uh, carry the ball a lot. He carried the ball for, I think, 128 yards. But he also received uh, the ball. Uh, he had, like, 81 re- uh, eighty-one uh, receiving yards, too. Um, so he mm-hmm. was, you know, basically uh, everything back, you know. Yeah. 
Um, and it's all like Carolina has. Right. It, it's really sad. It, it kind of is, but you know they have a lot of talent as far as they have a pretty good veteran tight end. Um, they have a pretty good receiver receiving core. It's just that Cam with his shoulder injury and everything. I, I think that. He's, you know, he's going to have to be used more as a um, um, probably like a jet sweep type quarterback or um, basically a, uh, yeah, basically a sweep type quarterback. And it's just throwing for um, like short yards and let the receivers leg it out and get him some yards after catch. But definitely those Mm -hmm. deep throws, the middle throws, he's missing a lot of those. Uh, okay, not that you needed any more points since you. I, are you, were you the highest scorer in the? I was. Okay. Yeah, I was just uh, like to say I was until the, the last game. Until the last game. Yeah, we watched that game Monday night. I was like, oh, I'm so gonna beat you. But uh, <laughs> you did leave 25 points on your bench with Ma- uh, Marlon Mack. So yeah. is that going to play into your it, your decision making for week two? I guess you don't want to give away any of your secrets, but yeah, no, I, I, you know, not trying to give up too many things away, but I, I figured they were going to lean on that running back as well in Indiana because they lost Andrew Luck mm-hmm. so early in the season. They're playing with Jacoby Brissett, I think. I'm not too sure now, um, but I knew they were going to lean on him. I just didn't know that they were <laughs> that he was also going to ball out in that. Um, in that game. So I had other options at running back, and I figured that James Conner was going to do very well, like he did last year. And I, you know, against the Patriots defense, that was not a good call on my end. <laughs> yeah, you know. So, and then you have a set, a starting center who doesn't want to move when he <laughs> snaps the ball. So maybe that wasn't a good call either. Uh, okay, Eric, what's our last matchup for our week one of our league? Last matchup was Raccoon of the Loda uh, with 127.4. And then uh, we had IPA lock uh, with <laughs> 117.4. And uh, neither one of them could join us tonight. So why don't you go ahead and tell us, uh, I mean, if you have it up, who, who their top scores were. So uh, for Raccoon of the Loda, let's see here. Let's bring this up. So it looks like his top score was uh, Alvin Kamara, uh, the running back from New Orleans. And he got him 21.2 points. Um, his bench was didn't score a whole lot, so he did really well with that. Nice. Um, and then his, uh, his second highest score was uh, Carson Wentz, quarterback for Philadelphia with 19.3. And then Tyreek Hill, uh, who I believe believe is out now isn't he uh yeah yeah i think he's out that's yeah yeah because well no those were those were the projected points the actual points they got were 4.1 for tyreek yeah oh you know what i was i'm so sorry i was looking at the wrong ones yeah so yeah tyreek hill he he did hurt himself so he went he went out but uh Le'Veon bell and uh kamar were the the top scores there and then uh went with 25 was most yes uh, yeah, and you're, but you're right. He also didn't have any points on his bench. What about for uh, Garrett's team? Uh, yeah, it looks like Deshaun Watson was his well, highest. Yeah, player. Watson tore it up. He got thirty point seven points. Did anybody happen to watch that Houston game? I did not. 
Um, that game against the Saints was epic, though. That just went back and forth. Was it just a, a huge offensive game? Well, not really. Yeah. I mean, the score was only 28 to 30, but like in the fourth quarter when they were uh, just fighting for that that lead, um, that was a pretty epic game. So, I mean, the New Orleans Saints went up, I think it was uh, 27 to 21 on the uh, on the Houston Texans with just, uh, I think, l- less than two minutes to spare. And Deshaun Watson like hooks up with uh, with his wide receiver um, for like yeah DeAndre Hopkins for like fifty yard gain and just get ends up on the scoring position, so they end up scoring a touchdown, um, and then some drama ensues like because they're they're now tied at this point at twenty seven apiece, but then um, Houston Texans gets a kick an extra point to go take the one point lead, and that first kick the kicker misses. But because a New Orleans player, you know, slid on the ground into the kicker's foot, you know, all of a sudden it's roughing the kicker. You know, oh, I did. Yards. I caught the end of that game. Yeah. yeah. And then they get to kick the, the ball again and they take a 28 to 27 lead, leaving New Orleans just, you know, 38 seconds left to score a touchdown or score a field goal and win. And that's exactly what happened is Drew Brees kind of tore it up, moved down the field really quick and their kicker kicked a 58-yard field goal <laughs> to win the game. Uh, and it also looks like Garrett left about 33 points from one player on his bench with uh, Lamar Jackson, quarterback was, from Baltimore. That was a quarterback, though. You could only start one of those, so you had to choose. And he had, oh, I guess, I mean, it, he, it was three three points higher, but yes, yeah. you're right. Uh, couldn't, you, couldn't, you can't have both. Why can't we put the, quarter, the second quarterback in the flex? I think that, that makes the most sense to me. I think by rule you can only have flex as your running back. Because you can only have one quarterback yeah. out on the on the field at a time. Yeah, I mean, but that why not? Make sense. Uh, yeah, realistically, when you're when you're playing the actual, it's a game flex. Football, it's a flex position. You can put anybody you want in there. I could put another defense sure. in there. Mitch has a point. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> their wide receiver throw the ball. You can line up your your quarterback as a wide receiver. Boom. Yeah. Yeah, but then those points would have to be. Reception yards. Yeah, that's yeah. true. They would not be yeah. quarterback fans. <laughs> okay, so uh, with that, that's the week one matchups. Where are we standing at after week one, Mike, Commissioner? So going from lowest to highest, John is the lowest at 72.1 points. You're welcome. <laughs> Thank you, man. Um, followed surprisingly by the UMSC boys <laughs> at 107. And then after them going up is IPA lot. Um, and then, oh, then it's you, Mitch, at 126.9. Um, and Rakona the Loda just above you at 127.4. Team office linebacker at 139. And... Um, I guess to nobody's surprise, I guess Candice, whiskey in a teacup, one fifty four point nine, second highest. And I was then, very surprised. <laughs> really? <laughs> Is it because I'm female? <laughs> no, it's because you're a Cardinals fan. Oh. Uh, yeah, because you got Cardinals on your you team, right? All your Cardinals oh. on that team. You, you nailed it on the head, my friend. <laughs> 
And then myself at number one at 156.9. That was not intended. I actually wanted to be somewhere in the middle. <laughs> you wanted to be somewhere in the middle. Well, yeah, because you have the waiver wire, and that put me last. And obviously, you saw what happened. Is that I really wanted Deck Prescott. <laughs> That's right. Well, yeah. before we get to that, but yeah. uh, now you, you, we, we are, we're all standing with the, those points. Our points are accumulative to, towards the end of the, the end, for the end of the season. That's going to yes. help to, uh, decide who is also the winner, or at least gets into the the, the, playoffs? the playoffs. Right? No, we are no. actually going by the win loss record. Okay. So um, the best record is actually going to go into the playoffs. It doesn't matter what points you get. But, you know, the higher that you score, obviously the higher chances are that you're going to win more, and then you're also going to win in the playoffs. So that's kind of why you want to want to keep it on the higher level for yourself. Okay. Uh, okay, so then that goes into strategies for next week. Does anybody want to talk about what they are thinking about for week two? They're not necessarily what they're going to do. Well, I definitely know I need to get rid of one of my players, and he was benched this week, so it didn't affect me, but he's out. Okay. Like, I think he's out for the season, so... So you definitely need to drop yeah. him. Yeah, I need to drop him. <laughs> yeah, so... Well, well, let's start with your matchup, actually, Mitch. So you're okay. actually away against uh, Candace's team, Whiskey in a Teacup. Um... Whis- uh, whiskey and a teacups going in with a one game lead over you. Is there any strategy on your end? So my strategy is is more or less uh, if once we get to the waiver wire report, uh, you'll see that I, I did a lot of dropping and adding this week already, nice. and uh, more than likely I think that I might be able to pull it off because I saw that there was a lot of uh, there was a lot of sleepers from from week one that people did not go and pick up off the waiver wire well i haven't even like gotten to the waiver wire yet oh, i haven't touched oh, anything ouch. so i mean i'm not saying that sorry you, that's that's your strategy that's not my strategy <laughs> <laughs> but it wouldn't matter because i was i was higher on the waiver wi- waiver wire than yeah. you were so but that doesn't mean we're gonna pick the same people though this is also true yeah yeah so, so that's my strategy that's what if that's <laughs> what you want you want to talk about mike okay so okay you picked up some uh, people off the waivers. You're going to try to increase your score. That way you are projected to score higher. But as we came to learn, ESPN's projections are not always the best guidelines. That's true. I mean, you, right. you do want to do a little bit of research. Obviously, you want to figure out who your your team is playing against and figure you know if, if their defense is going to be able to stop that type of player uh, more effectively. Maybe it is worth putting in a, a different um, player, um, quarterback, a different tight end versus you know. Yeah, if you if you, you if you have a tight end that's going up against a defense that is really good at block at right. pass blocking, then you don't want to put that in. But if you have one that's going up against one that's not not good at. And I will say, part of my favorite thing about football in general is that these people are like the best of the best. But I love just how an instant the whole game can change. And it really is any given Sunday, you know, this is true. it's like my favorite Absolutely. part. And I think it really definitely plays out in fantasy football. And we've kind of been talking about that this whole time. Mm-hmm. And I, I love that. It's just <laughs> as much as like the numbers say, <laughs> like you just never know. The wind changing could definitely make it so that, uh, the, a quarterback loses a uh, finger. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. And yeah. Right. Yeah, definitely. Or, you know, your coach calls timeout as you get the perfect play. And, <laughs> 
Wow. So uh, team office linebacker, you're also uh, away this week against IPA lot. But I, I think you have an, a comfortable projection over him. Do you have anything that you're going to try to do? No, I think I'm going to leave it as it. Now, I already Eric, you're you're cutting out again. Uh, we, we don't hear we didn't hear most of what you said. Oh, shit, uh, <laughs> I think it's a lot of background noise going on. Is what's going on? Oh, okay. Um, but yeah, it, it uh, basically I, I already made changes. I'm not worried about not telling anybody. Um, I switched to have Dak Prescott be my quarterback uh, since <laughs> Aaron Rodgers is going against Minnesota. And Minnesota is <clears throat> known to have a good pass defense. Um, just their rivalry uh, okay. with, yeah. with Green Bay not doing so hot with passing. Um, I mean, their game against the Bears, they only got 10 points. And the Bears have a stellar defense. But, I mean, it's Aaron Rodgers. He should have gotten more than 10 points. You yeah, know? Absolutely. Yeah, and that's the same reason why I started the Vikings defense instead of the New Orleans Saints defense is that they might have a pretty decent game against uh, Aaron Rodgers. So we'll see how that goes. Hopefully it pays off. <laughs> Yeah, it's bold exactly. Move we'll see how that works. Um, but yeah. no, yeah, I, I was really eyeballing Dak in the waivers, and I was surprised that nobody had drafted him. But I, I also don't blame anybody for not drafting Dak uh, because historically, you know, he's just not been a three hundred plus uh, quarterback. He's always been a quarterback that leans on the tight end or leans on. Uh, Ezekiel Elliott to kind of score those yards and then and then they throw a short passing touchdown or they let Dak rush it in so um yeah that game in Dallas against New York was just amazing for Dak and I think that actually um blew up his uh his fantasy projections so that was a that was a good pick you you were higher in the waiver than I was so (laughs) and and I think a lot of it confidence too because it, it yeah i mean last, it was very um and but this year he's got uh he's got um witten back i, I want to say yeah right? absolutely he got so, witten back um but you know if you looked at his games from last year he wasn't really that great of a quarterback until they got amari cooper and they had right. one more really talented receiver to kind of spread the field out and uh, mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, that's when, you know, he started winning more games and throwing uh, more than 300 yards per game. Um, so that that also boosted his confidence. Now they just added to that and they have Randall Cobb and uh, they've actually been working the um, the other receiver in Michael Gallup. He's the, this is his right. second year in the league and he's actually looking really good. He actually had the uh, the highest uh, yards, the reception yards. Um, from week one, so whoever's whoever's got Michael Gallup, I'm looking at that too. <laughs> um, yeah. But yeah, no, um, the the combo that you have with Dak and Ezekiel that that one might pay off, man. Yeah, that's that was the big hope is that you know they they still like to use Elliott in a lot of bait, you know goal line type deals so even if they just do a little slant run mm-hmm. um yeah i the the hope is that elliot's going to be the one catching it although amari you know amari cooper he's really good but he's kind of the deep threat so i don't know that they're going to use him much on the goal line but i don't know 
So uh, that's that's the hope is I'll get the double points right there with with Prescott throwing the touchdown to Elliott. Absolutely, yeah. Uh, they're they're looking really good in the goal line. So yeah, and that's coming from a Cowboys fan too. Myself is that I tend to follow them a lot, so I know a lot of what right. they what they do on the goal line. So good choice, good choice. Who's the next matchup? Okay. We have uh, Racone of the Loda facing off against Tigris Eggplants. John? Cats versus ninjas. <laughs> Cats versus ninjas. What is your strategy going in that game, or predictions, if you will? Uh, my strategy would be the Stalingrad approach. <laughs> standing our ground and letting it proceed. <laughs> <laughs> Just going to let it wash right over you, huh? Nice. No. Do you, do you plan on t- taking a look at the waiver wire at all? Trying to drop any players? Look at look at uh, who's out there available uh, we, for you. We, we don't do that. We commit. Commit. <laughs> <laughs> you stay with the horse you came with. Exactly. You don't you don't switch up. And then we shoot the horse and eat it if we need to. Well, I mean, it is Russia, so <laughs> oh, awesome. makes a lot of sense. Uh, I mean, can't speak for Richard. Hopefully, we'll have some audio for him uh, coming in via email that he can uh, talk about a little bit of his strategy for next week. But uh, any other big surprises that you, you'd like to uh, think for your, your, your players this, this coming week, John? Uh, I might phone in some phony sexual harassment suits on your players. <laughs> on my players? On everyone else's players. Oh, everybody else's players. Uh, and take them out. Okay. I mean, that is, that is a strategy. No. Don't know how well it's going to work out for you, but... We shall see. Okay. Dark Web is your friend. Exactly. Okay. Ooh, nice. Uh, and we have one more matchup after that, or? Yeah, uh, that would be my matchup against the Yuma Sea Boys. I just, I just like saying that. Sea Boys. So much fun. Rolls right off the tongue, not really. I like to hear Mitch say it. <laughs> sea Boys. <laughs> nice. I want to hear it in Russia. Let's, let's hear it. Sea Boys. <laughs> <laughs> nice. No, I. Eric? I have a. Oh, we have to hear you say sea boys. Oh, yeah, sea boys. <laughs> <laughs> it's as white as it can go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was like very white office worker. Like, <laughs> Well, he's he's a Patriots sour, sour fan, cream. so I, I guess, yeah, he's not going to be all about the boys. Do you eat a lot of margarine, Eric? <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't. Okay. I just recently got attacked for not seasoning my food as like a white person. Wow. <laughs> so, um, because my my, uh, you know, I, I I eat very little salt and and pepper and stuff like that. I, I like to season it with uh, hot sauce. Oh, okay. Sauce. So, I thought you were about to say hate for a second. You like to season it with season. hate. <laughs> season with hate. Wow. season all my food with hate. No, I'm not that way. Okay. <laughs> Uh, yes, hot sauce. So- I mean, hot sauce is a good seasoner. I don't usually put a lot of extra salt in my food either. So right. Yeah. So that's what I was saying. But apparently, that still makes me really white for not seasoning my food. I, <laughs> I didn't know that was a thing. Yeah. I don't use thyme or paprika. Is paprika? Is that really though? Like anything? I mean, I mean it's, it's just a, color. It's just no, color it's on food. Color. It just adds color to the food. Yeah, it really does. Okay, Mike, with your matchup against the Yuma Sea Boys, uh, what are you, what are you thinking what at this point? I am. I'm going to leave most of my players where they are. I'm going to dance with who brung me. Okay, you know, um, 
I am going to move some players around. Looks like I have one that's injured or questionable coming in, and um, yeah, we'll we'll see. I'm I'm not going to go by the projections this time. We're just, I'm actually going to do some research on my matchups and a little bit more. I mean, see where I at this point. Do you have any players playing on Thursday? I have Christian McCaffrey. So then you need to do your research a little bit quick here. Yeah. Um, I mean, you're probably going to want to keep him in. <laughs> I, I do and I yeah. don't. Traditionally, you know, when you're when your guys are playing on a short week, they uh, they don't tend to do well on Thursday nights. So, you know. I would, I would think that the next week would be the one where they don't do well because they had so much time in between. Yeah, the, the, well... Not really, you know. They get to they get to rest. They get to you know the practice. But when you only have like three days between games to recover, um, yeah. But you know. see, that's like when when you're at when you're at work and you know your coworker, you know, after that three day weekend instead of the regular two day weekend, they're like, oh, well, I'm not feeling well on that on that Tuesday because they yeah. they party too much on their days off, so. <laughs> They don't come in. That's what I'm talking about. Like yeah. if you if you're working every day, then you're 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 working. Yeah, that's true. But you know, and, and I've listened to plenty of NFL players uh, talk about the Thursday night games and how much they hate it, and how much they wish they would just be able to move back to just Monday nights and Sunday nights. Just, well, let's just talk about the games weeks. overseas, though. I mean, like, is it like two games oh, a year crap. that they have to like go to England and? They have to. Yeah, should yeah, it be yeah. they get to? I mean, uh, it's an all expense cha- paid trip to go out of the country. Yeah, but they always come they back make s- enough to do that anyway. Well, they, do, yeah. they do, but, but you know, and as a result, though, they've actually recruited some players out of the UK. Uh, they've they've switched people uh, from rugby into playing football too, which is actually pretty neat. But, but we, just, we all, you just got done talking about how they get paid millions of dollars. They do, but I'm just saying when my Cardinals have to go over to England and they come back to the United States and they're dead tired and they're not playing their top game because they're dead tired, then oh, yes, okay. I have so a problem really with that. This is really all about your Arizona Cardinals. This is not about I'm sure other fans. I'm sure that other fans feel the same way. Because they, you know, they went over to England and it's raining there, and they don't. And, and the Cardinals don't understand how rain oh. works because they're from the Arizona <laughs> desert. They play in a dome in the Arizona desert. It's like that's a, that's the sky water. The this is weird. Is, no, they play. They play in a dome on a grass field. That is pretty amazing. That's well, because it, the whole side of the dome opens up and the grass rolls out, and that's how the sun gets on it, and they roll it all back in. <laughs> Uh, so on the waiver wire, we've already had some action. I don't know if uh, we'll go over all of it, but uh, up until the point where we're recording, we had Eric dropping uh, Eric Ebron. Is that what it is yeah, for for yeah, Dak Prescott for uh, Indiana? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I dropped the Bills defense for the Patriots defense, so that should make Eric happy. Good move. <laughs> I also went and dropped Nikhil Harry <laughs> because he's going to be out for quite a while <laughs> with, uh, off of injury. I drafted him mostly because someone in our Twitch chat said he needed to be drafted. Like, <laughs> you took him for the team? I well, took him for the team. Yeah, I mean, that's I what you get. For, I did it. <laughs> but to your Twitch stream. It's okay. I, I dropped him afterwards. I mean, it wasn't that big a deal. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I, I picked up uh, Tyrell Williams. Uh, dropped yeah. 
Melvin Gordon picked up Matt Breida. Um, dropped TJ, no, dropped David Najuku. Uh, picked up TJ Hawkinson, which I think that the Hawkinson is going to be a, a pretty good pickup, if I must say so myself. Hmm. Uh, then we get into Mikey's picks. Uh, he dropped off Chris Godwin for Deshaun Jackson. Dropped Mason Crosby for Cairo Santos. Is that is there a relation? Is that what no, it is? I, I literally picked him because of his last name. Did you? I did, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I picked someone because Twitch <laughs> decided they wanted to be, you needed to be picked, and you picked name recognition. Yeah, exactly. Fair. Uh, then you also dropped Austin Hooper for Marquise Brown, and then yeah, Richard yeah. came in and dropped Marvin Jones Jr. for Jameson Crowdy, wide receiver of the New York Jets. Nice. Some nice picks a lot there. Of changes. That's a lot of. That is, I, yeah. I don't know. For the week one, I feel like that's that's appropriate. You, you're going to get a better feel of what everybody's going to be doing. True. But then True. again, I made a lot of drops, so I'm, I'm <laughs> maybe I'm justifying it. <laughs> nice. It's, uh, it's okay that you didn't know what you were doing, and you had to pick up some. Oh yeah, better I'm, players. I, I, I'm, I, I'll admit it. I didn't know anything that I was doing. I, didn't, I haven't watched football on the reg in three years. I would say so. Uh, I just feel like I'll, I'll be honest. I feel like I just kind of got lucky. <laughs> I mean, it, we're, yeah. we'll we'll find out when it comes to the the week where the Cardinals have a bye and most of your team isn't going to be able to play. <laughs> we'll see what happens. I have I have a whole bench for that reason, well, right? Yeah. Like, it's it's what's it supposed to be for. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So. Uh, okay. Um, after that, where are we where are we going after that, Mike? Let me players to watch. Look. Who any anybody have any uh any big decisions on players to they think are, are the ones to watch this coming up week two? I mean, Antonio Brown is going to show a lot because this will be his first game that he can play, so he'll definitely be one to of interest. I don't know that I if I owned him, I'd play him. You know, just because he they if you have, owned him, I'm actually yeah, I'm actually still considering benching him. So it's uh, yeah, yeah. So so Antonio Brown. I saw that video. I saw it on the Daily Show though. The video of uh, when they announced it on air that he got dropped by the the Raiders, like completely <laughs> dropped, and he just. I guess he had a Snapchat video or a Twitter video or something yeah. that he just running around in his backyard, and be like, "Yeah, I'm free. And he's like, I'm, I'm free. free. I'm free." I'm like what so, and then he called his grandma Jeez. and said that he was free. So. <laughs> Aww. Is there what? So, does anybody have information of why he hated it at the Raiders so much? So, from what I understand, uh, he didn't want to be there because they weren't a contesting team. Like they weren't. They weren't. They didn't ha- really have a chance at going to the Super Bowl at this point, and he really wanted to go to a Super Bowl. Where did team. Where did he come from before the Raiders? Pennsylvania, Pennsylvania, uh, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, Steelers, Pittsburgh. Steelers. Okay, so that's the I remember that from the mm, I want to say early two thousands, late nineties with Deion Sanders, who got upset when he was at the Cowboys. No, no, I mean the no. Falcons, or maybe it was. Wait, uh, he went somewhere and he was like, I want to. No, he went to the Niners and he was like, I, I came to the Niners this year just because I think they're going to go to the Super Bowl, and they did. And they did, yeah. yeah. They won. But then won he left 95? a year after that. It was ninety four. Ninety-four. Yeah. Oh yeah, you're right. Yeah. So, so Deion Sanders, I remember, kept jumping around to different teams just to go to the Super Bowl. So, yeah, all right, that's a yeah. history lesson right there. Back <laughs> in the day. Uh, anybody else with uh, players to watch this week? 
I I say we keep an eye on Dak Prescott for one, the new offense. Cowboys um, fan. <laughs> the Cowboys fan. But no, um really I I think that uh Andy has a kind of a kind of a diamond in the rough, <laughs> if you will, with uh He has a di- Aladdin? Yes. Yeah. He's Aladdin. Or I should say, da. <laughs> oh, I guess that's a, that's a good, that's a thing. Which which one of us in the league do you think is the one to watch this week? Oh, in the league, that uh, you know what? I'm going to keep an eye on your team. Actually, you made all those moves. <laughs> I just want to see if it works. You want to see if you. I'm actually a good yeah. manager? <laughs> I, I'm going to yeah. tell you this now. I'm probably going to be making a lot of jobs uh, and ads throughout the whole season, <laughs> yeah. just trying to catch that. The heroin, <laughs> the dragon. <laughs> yeah. I I tend to do that a lot too with the fantasy football. So I guess I'm a tinkerer. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, the tinker is that's that's a problem. Yep, you gotta that, that. you got to you got to stop that. You got to stop tinkering with your lineup. <laughs> exactly. Okay. Dance with who brung you, Mitch? Mm, I'm the one that brought them, all of them. So <laughs> it's you up did. to me. Uh, you drafted him, man. Who was the biggest bust after this week, this past week? Ooh, the biggest bust I want to say was Cam Newton. Yeah, I was gonna go Cam yeah. Newton also. Yeah, <laughs> Poor was, John. That was really disappointing uh, to watch. Um, oh, but then again, we had uh, Andy's player. No, that was a that was a that, that was a bust, bust on him. Yeah, for um, not playing him, right? Right, for not for not playing him. I, for the life of me, I can't think of the name. Sandy the Watkins. Yeah, Sammy Watkins. Sammy. So okay. After Tyreek Hill went down, they really uh, the Kansas City Chiefs really leaned on Sammy Watkins, and that guy balled out. In fact, he was the the league leader in fantasy points. Anybody have in a week one a prediction on whether or not? Sammy Watkins will be able to do it as well the second second uh, week. Uh, that all depends on his matchup, so I can look that up and see where where I always he's feel be like playing. like certain players break out and they do really well, but then everybody gets their their number. Like just watching tape, game tape, and stuff like that. Like yeah. that was that's what happened with uh, um, Colin Kaepernick. Like I'm a I'm, oh, yeah, I'm yeah. a San Francisco fan. That first year he came in after uh, uh, Alex Smith went down. No one knew what the hell he was doing. Like right. he, he was he was either going to run it or he was going to gun it, and it, you know it just they couldn't predict it. But then uh, you know the, a year after that, everybody had his number. They knew you know he he's not great at throwing. <laughs> well, at least he just wasn't accurate. I mean he could right. he could throw it hard and he could throw it far. It just wasn't accurate. So, mm-hmm. you know, running was going to be the thing that he did a lot, and they stopped it. So it just wasn't right. good for him. Uh, but I think that happens more often than not because that's what coaches get paid for. You're talking about players get paid millions of dollars. Well, you know, yeah, coaches get paid millions yeah. of dollars to be like, yeah, we got it. We know we what we're it. doing here. <laughs> yeah, we got to take away his run option. So, yeah, they get Oakland, and they're going to be away for that game. So that's a division rival right there. Yeah. And Oakland's defense did – Look very good against um, against the Broncos. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so I, I think they'll have his number this week. Okay, That's, yeah, they uh, will. Eric, did you have something? No, 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 no. Okay. Um, you know, I I don't really have anybody else to watch aside from Antonio Brown. The the rest of it, um, I'm interested to see Eckler 
continue on his way of you know destroying the points. So hopefully that will be the case. But I hope uh, so. That's yes. just <laughs> that's just me because he's on my team. You know, I want to see the. <laughs> I want to yeah. see. Him well. Yeah, I have, uh, have Philip Rivers as my quarterback, so I'm like, yeah, oh, ball yeah. out. <laughs> so uh, this will be the part where we'll throw in our audio from our players, our team managers that couldn't be here today. Hello everyone, sad I couldn't be there, but I am in class right now while on break, and this week was a huge bust for me. I had a big uh, bet going with Candice, Candice, I hate you, um, to dye my hair red, I'm pretty sure you guys have talked about it and made fun of me already, but yeah, I had Sammy Watkins on my bench and I had um, Derek Henry on my bench too and they had the biggest games ever and I lost just with those two players alone that was like 60 points 70 points which would have been a good game for Candice but of course I put him on my bench so I got uh, I don't know who I got next week I think it's Mikey I'm almost positive but I'm gonna try to give him a good game I'm gonna read all the analytics on all the players and hopefully do way better. Mikey, if you have a bet, let me know. Not dyeing my hair because this is the one and only time I'm ever going to dye my hair. And I hope you guys have fun and I miss you guys. And I hope to be in the soon, a podcast soon. Wow. Great insight, guys. Cool. So uh, this brings us to our last segment segment of the, of the week. Uh, this will be the last segment of every show. All right. <laughs> Uh, Commissioner, would you like to to throw it to uh, your your segment here? (laughs) So we just had the biggest busts of the week. (laughs) Now it's time to talk about the best butt. And that we're going to leave up to Candice. I mean, I really feel like anyone could chime in on it, you know. So if you, know. you see a good butt, yeah, if you see a good butt <laughs> during, you know, during, during week like, two, oh yeah, yeah that's gotta be NFL. on Geek Leap Media, yeah. For sure. So this week I went ahead and picked uh, Larry Fitzgerald because I've been watching oh, his butt for a while. Figure. Yes, we didn't need need to drum roll that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I went ahead and went with uh, Larry. He's got a nice butt. It's nice and tight. I think he's got. There you go. Larry you know, Fitzgerald the, gets the week one's butt we, of the week. Yes. We actually had a teller yesterday that there's no padding over there. That is straight butt. That's straight ass yeah. muscle. Yeah, straight ass butt. muscle there. Yeah, when you're stuck in Siberia, you can take the butt meat because it has the most and still live as if you could live longer that way. Oh, just eating the ass? Yes. Okay. We, nice. we really like eating ass. Oh, okay. I was, I was hoping you were going to get there. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay, there you go. If you if you uh, want to tweet at us the, who who you think had the best butt of week one or who you think is going to have the best butt of week two, we'd love to hear it. If you want to get a hold of me, I am at Mitchipedia GEM on Twitter. John is also on Twitter as? The, I am at Magic Bollocks. <laughs> Mike, you have a Twitter? I do have a Twitter, question mark. <laughs> I do have a Twitter. I just don't know my Twitter handle. It's something I'm- Mike. Santos nine one seven something. Yeah, I'm pretty sure you can look up Mike, Michael Santos. Is it Mike Santos or Michael Santos? It's Mike. Mike Santos. Santos yeah. Okay. Candice. Um, I'm at Candice underscore Gist. Candice underscore Gist. Eric, do you you have your Twitter? I do. It's uh, Doctor Kai's underscore G E M. And uh, I know Garrett does not have one. 
Richard does. It's Wright Cohen on uh, Twitter, just like uh, everything else that's his brand, R-I-C-O-W-N. And Andy also has one. I believe it's Andy CTV, Andy C underscore TV. So uh, give those all a follow and make sure to stay up to date. We will maybe have some more back forth talk, smack talk on the Twitters. We'll hashtag it Geek Elite Fantasy Football. Okay. Yeah? Yeah. Geek Elite Fantasy Football. Sounds good. I'm done. Uh, the rest of Geek Elite Media is at Geek Elite Media on Twitter, at Geek Elite Media on Instagram, and Facebook.com forward slash Geek Elite Media is our Facebook page. Check out archived episodes of our other podcasts on the network at our website, geekelitemedia.com. Definitely get a hold of us so that we can, you tell us what you think of uh, the first episode, what we need to change, what we need to make better, what you loved. We would love to hear what you loved. Uh, but until next time, this is the Fantastical Football Podcast on the Geek Elite Media Network saying, always remember to geek, geek out. Geek out. This concludes our broadcast. <laughs>